Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. So fact number seven, want to take this one? Yes. Studies estimate that between 17,000 and 32,000 rape-induced pregnancies occur in the United States every year. Now, that is a stat that should never happen. Yeah. You know, but we don't consider the repercussions and the the fallout of rape, right. you know, in, in, this, in a certain circumstance. You know, now I will say that we are pro-life, we are pro-birth, you know, we are against abortion, you know, but at the same time, when the the conversation is had, or I should say, when the the conversation is you know pushed forward in such a manner that we tend to overlook the help that is needed on the other side of of of, of pregnancy mm-hmm. and carrying the term mm-hmm. right so despite the socially constructed narrative that the pregnant despite the socially constructed narrative of the pregnant raped woman prototype in which a rape-induced pregnancy is seen as a as a continuation of the rape, the rape victims and rape victims are thus expected to demise and terminate the fetus. Approximately fifty percent to seventy-three percent of rape-induced pregnancies are carried to term, and somewhere between thirty-two percent to sixty-four percent of rape survivors choose to keep and raise their children. On their own and not give it up for adoption. However, in some jurisdictions, an abuse of legal protections for rape survivors may leave a woman who chooses to keep a rape-induced pregnancy tethered to a man who raped her. All right. So let's go ahead and get to the next fact because I'm going to touch more on that. Rapist fact number eight. Rapists may have parental rights in most States. Currently, only six states. Oops, yeah. Currently, only six states have statutes allowing rape survivors to petition for the termination of parental rights of the rapist based on clear and convincing evidence that the child was conceived through rape. Now, we already told you about number one. There's a high legal bar to even get someone convicted at a criminal at a criminal level of rape. And then the next thing on top of that, it's difficult for women to even come forward from a, a social standpoint, from a legal standpoint, um, from a forensic standpoint, because some of the things they may do may, may make them ineligible to get a rape kit done. All right. So, so that's another hurdle right there. And then, you know, okay. So, they they get abused. Now they're pregnant. The church tells them they can't commit abortion. They can't have an abortion. I mean, yes, no, they shouldn't shouldn't victimize a child. And there are actually stories of people um, keeping their children born through um, rape. Look up Valerie Gatto for for starters, Miss Pennsylvania. I want to say 2016, I think Miss Pennsylvania 2013. But anyways, look up Valerie Gatto um, amongst other people. Um, but anyways. 
so you got all these hurdles, right? But then on the backside, after they carried the term, the church then wants to ostracize them. Oh, you had baby out of wedlock. Can't win. Can't win. You know, oh, I, I obviously my I don't have a husband to protect me, take care of me, to raise a child. I have no financial support. I need social, I need social, um, I need, I need some sort of um, food stamps and, and and social programs to help raise this child. But oh, on the economic side of the right wing argument, there is oh, we don't want to have all these social programs. It's easy to say that when you living better. Yeah. You know, so, oh, we don't want people on a welfare state. We don't want to have a nanny state. But at the same time, these women are being told to have these babies and not have an abortion. Again, I'm not advocating for abortion, right. but what I am highlighting is, is there's no silver bullets. It's complicated. Yes. The perspective is uh, perspective is king as well. <laughs> yes. And, and we... I've had these conversations with many of people about the abortion. I'm not going to get into, I know where I stand as far as I'm against it, but I'm not going to get into where I stand when we talk about situations, but the situation is easy for a person on the other end to say, well, no, you need to keep the life, no abortion. Or then they come back around and say, well, Oh, you, you got pregnant out of wedlock. Where's your husband? Just that and the third. Combat, compassion wins every time. Compassion wins. Compassion wins every, every time. time. Or why are you living on those uh, those uh, social programs and stuff like that? You fall on hard times and don't have nothing to see if you're going to have that same mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another thing is a rapist pursuing parental parental or custody rights causes the survivor to have continued interaction with the rapist, which can then have traumatic psychological or physiological effects on a survivor and it can make it more difficult for her to recover. These traumatic if these traumatic effects on the mother can severely severely and negatively impact her ability to raise a healthy child. And oh here's the real kicker right here. Rapists may use the threat of pursuing custody or parental rights to coerce survivors into not prosecuting rape or otherwise harass, intimidate, or manipulate them. And then we sit here comfortably, two men unraped, and want to be like, oh, well, why don't you come forward? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, because you don't see the knife being held to my child's throat. Mm-hmm. You know, or the fact that this guy is trying to to use my pregnancy as a way to to stay in my life oh you're mine now mm. it's insidious yeah. it really is yeah, it is. And it's double it's doubly hurtful when it comes from the church because we don't have perspective on these issues mm-hmm. we're not taught these things mm-hmm. you know at the time of this recording you know i've been saved 10 years now never heard this from the church I had to go out and seek it on my own, mm-hmm. you know, because the spirit of God put it in me. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, 10 years ago, I would not be seeking out this information. I'll be sitting in the same spot, you know, spewing death and hatred out my mouth, mm-hmm. you know, and never really having any real perspective, never growing in life, period, you know. But you so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, so now that we know the facts, 
let us be diligent at helping to restore the victims in the spirit of kindness and humility. You know, let's get involved in the fight. Put some skin in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go out and find the people who are hurt and help recover them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've hurt somebody by asking the silly questions, oh, where were you? What were you doing? First of all, repent and go seek forgiveness from, from that victim. Go apologize and say, wow, I was, I was, I had the wrong thinking. You know, I didn't realize this is what all you have to go through. I didn't realize some of the thoughts that might go on in your mind as to why you didn't come forward. I, I get it now. All right. Let's go restore people, you know, so that your prayers don't get hindered. Absolutely. All right. You have to be there. That's again, we're called to bear one another's burdens. Yes. Are we actively seeking that out too? Or are we waiting for people to come to us with their burden? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, again, we want to leave off with some um, resources. So if you have been affected by sexual assault, you are not alone. At Rain, that is R-A-I-N-N, provides free confidential support at online.rain.org. And again, um, they also provide support for the entire family and loved ones that's been affected as well. Because it doesn't, when you're assaulted, the whole family and even community is is assaulted. Mm -hmm. Um, You can call this number, toll-free number at 800 656 hope and again online at rain.org but that's our program for today folks we thank you for rocking with us um again this was a very heavy topic and we got some more heavy topics coming up um and we're gonna lighten it up in the future and talk about some more light stuff Mm -hmm. but but for now so you can see us smiling some more but um but for now, we feel it's our duty to talk about these issues because, again, we're not taught these things, you know, and you can't have compassion on things you don't know about. You can't restore things that you don't know is broken. Uh-huh. Right. So we have to talk about these things and we have to talk about it in this kind of context. Right. Absolutely. I'd encourage you guys to just do more research in general. Just uh, educate yourself. Um it's, it's been a privilege to um, learn these new things, and it, it's just made me a more compassionate believer, and that's the way that it should be. We really have to consider before we open our mouths to say something about a certain thing that we have educated ourselves and that we have erred on the side of compassion for people. Yes. Christ had compassion for people. The Pharisees did not have compassion for people. We don't want to be like that. We want to be like Christ as we checked out a couple of episodes ago when he the woman was caught in adultery he said go and sin no more where are your accusers okay i do not accuse you i mean when you look at the numbers right we have children mm-hmm. statistically speaking these type of incidences could happen to our own children mm-hmm. so when we look at our own children be like well, what were you doing mm-hmm. you know like, why didn't you listen? Why did you go this way? Why did you do that? Right. And then just basically pour hot coals on them when when they're the victim. Right. Absolutely. We wouldn't so, do it to our children. And as believers, we are God's children. Yes. So he's going to deal with us in that same model. Mm. So we should deal with one another in that yes. way. Yes. You know, you're like, oh, you're a thief. So what were you doing? Why were you doing? I mean, this goes on, right? Right. <laughs> 
and 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 the end of the story, end of the day, there is hope in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He is faithful and able to save. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what you're going through. You know, we want to make sure we end on that note because yes. you know that, that is true. That's where we're coming from. And um, again, if you if you like what you're hearing, continue to keep rocking with us. Hit that like, hit the subscribe, join our Patreon community where we pray for you, we pray with you, we pray um, through your circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, you help, you can help us mold future episodes. Um, join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Join us wherever you got your you get your podcast from. But um that's really it, you know. All oh, right. Man. You hope you enjoy the show. Have a good again day. it's your host Ray Tucker. Yeah, again it's your host Ray Tucker. That's right. And uh see you later, people.